Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. We're having another walk through the Welsh hills today. The weather is uh, very cold here in the beginning of December. Beautiful blue sky though and delightfully low wind so we decided to leap out of bed, run up the hill, take the opportunity to do another episode in the Lao Tzu series, things we haven't done one of them for a while. So this is chapter 55. So let's have a little read through this and see what we think. Those who have true Tay are like a newborn baby. And if they seem like this, they will not be stung by wasps or snakes or pounced on by animals in the wild or birds of prey. A baby is weak and supple, but his hand can grasp your finger. He has no desire as yet, and yet he can be erect. He can cry day and night without ever getting hoarse. Such is the depth of his harmony. It's stupid to rush around. When you fight against yourself, it shows in your face. But if you can draw your sap from your heart, then you will be truly strong. You will be great. So then, what do you think Lao Tzu was thinking about when he wrote this one, Dr Gates? As usual, he was trying to help us. <laughs> <laughs> and you sorry, la- sorry for laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it's about. And again, this is advice, you know, on how to comport yourself and how to do your meditations and attend to your observances and how to be, I don't know, effective. There's a force of good in the world, these kind of issues that people have and let to... Uh, for some reason, puts himself forward to offer us some advice about many of the uh, the pitfalls, dangers, advantages, uh, and, and virtues of, of of living in such a way. So he's, he kind of he's recommending to be like a newborn baby. Well, I've been meditations where I've been exactly like a newborn baby, which is great as long as you don't have to kind of leap up and. Um, teach a yoga class or function in the world or, mm. Drive or, a bus. or cook dinner or basically do anything. Or drop, drop an hydrogen bomb on a city. <laughs> or any of these things that people have to do. Yeah. Anything well, yeah. Do, yeah. But, I mean, let's... Let, it's, let's... I'll just tell a little story here that's just... just um, when the, the, the newborn baby meditation, I was preparing to teach a yoga class years ago. And uh, I would normally do a bit of meditation just before people turned up, just uh, like 40 minutes before going downstairs to get the yoga room ready. And uh, I went in in, uh, deeper than normal. I thought, oh, this is nice. I was kind of really, really deep in the meditation. And the doorbell went. I thought, ah, shit, somebody's early. So I I pulled myself out of the, the, the meditation and just staggered, staggered downstairs and opened the door. And there were these two women he'd never been before. And I was, I was really trying to speak because I was, I was, my mouth wasn't really working. And the bit of my brain that, that dealt with language was just floating in the, infin, in the infinite universe. Yeah. And not really wanting to come back and uh, do anything. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> I, I really, really tried to be normal 
to pretend to be normal to these these women, these very very normal women. And I, I said, um, oh, well, you're a bit early because they were about forty minutes early. And um, I said, oh, do you want to just uh, sit in the hall because we had a little sofa there, and um, you know, I'll carry on getting ready. And I sort of staggered off. <laughs> and uh, I ca- I went when I got ready, and when I came downstairs, they run away, <laughs> right? Because I must have just looked so insane, odd, insane. Um, and I thought, oh, they probably said, oh my god, I do not want to uh, have this person as my yoga teacher, and they literally ran away, and we never saw them again. No, <laughs> there's probably an urban legend about that, that time we went to that house. You know? Yeah, that very very weird woman. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> I digress. Oh. Anyway, let's go. You digress. On. Anyway, <laughs> you anyway, you digress. <laughs> I tell you, I digress. For a change, it's you. <laughs> well, to be fair, at the, the outset, and recognise that Lao Tzu's a bit of a bugger for hyperbole. <laughs> you know, a, a way of making a point through various uh, styles of exaggeration. Right? Mm. I, having said that, let's just examine what this first couple of lines says you know those who have true tay as virtue you know but virtue in this special sense that we've explained before uh, tay is the virtue of, of the Tao itself so whatever the creative force is in the universe the Tao it's, it's it, it, the, the Tao itself doesn't have any properties but it exerts itself in the, the world through through the through tay through its virtue so if you've if, a, if an individual has that tie, it's they're kind of participating in in the uh, the energetics of the, of the universe, rather than cultivating themselves to be brave or charitable or any of these virtues. It's virtue in that sense. So if somebody has true tie, some somebody who in a sense can channel the the, the, the tau, at least some of the time. <laughs> Just put it as crudely as that. And so such a person is like a newborn baby, and that means in some respects like a newborn baby. But I think given all the other uh, pieces of advice we get from Lao Tzu, he's not seriously suggesting that that is the only aspect of, of your being as a creature of Tai. He isn't suggesting that, but he's saying there's a part of you, there's an aspect of you that's like a, new, like a newborn baby. And I say, well, what is that? What is that? You know, what's he referring to? And what are other philosophers referring to, who uh, do exactly the same thing that Lao Tzu is doing here, and uh, light upon the figure of the child, the metaphor of the child, the symbol of the child, to explain all kinds of stuff about human life. I mean, Nietzsche, notably in in Zarathustra. But many other philosophers, and philosophers of play, as well as philosophers of the child. You know, and Lao Tzu's one, one amongst many. Because you think about it, the human childhood is, is an astonishing thing. And the way it pans out, and the way it's culturally structured, and the way... It's hedged around with with customs and moralities and so forth. You can see it's like a, 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 a real concern to political philosophers, and of course, Lao Tzu is a political philosopher. 
You know, this is why this is why Marxists uh, have to team up with Freudians to try and figure out why why the people haven't revolutionised society like decades ago. What are they waiting for? Don't they get it? So then the question leads immediately to the notion of the early human education, to child rearing practices and so forth, and uh, education. That's why education gets to be so politicised in uh, developed countries these days. So Lao Tzu is on, on about that, you know, it's on about uh, the whole importance of, of, of childhood. And it's conceived in a particular way. It's like the newborn baby, right, the newborn baby, is taken to be this, this, this sort of highly receptive innocent you know like an innocency of the eyes an innocency of the ears everything's fresh and poets remark on this all the time you know Wordsworth remembering childhood you know intimations of immortality in early childhood that's what he thought he remembered his childhood to see all this glory glory of light you know and that is the conception of the child you know, it's somehow having an innocency, or in the case of Nietzsche's account of the child, a second innocency. And extolling the virtues of that. Or somebody like Krishnamurti. He's always talking about, how, let your eyes be innocent. That kind of... As though you were a newborn baby and you greet the world fresh. And that is an aspect of having some relationship, at least, with the Tao. So anyway, you go, that's just the first two lines, so it's, it's pretty fertile, this. And he goes on, And if they seem like this, they will not be stung by wasps or snakes, or pounced on by animals in the wild, or birds of prey. And we've heard this before, haven't we? You know, no, the, the rhino can find no place to pierce its horn. Uh, and so forth. And this is a recurring theme, this martial arts theme of how you can kind of be invulnerable, or how you can be, or at least very, very well defended in a hostile world. Be like a baby. <laughs> no resistance. It's not resistance. It's fluidity that, that matters in this respect. And so, uh, let's say, uh, kind of martial arts points, you know. He goes on, a baby is weak and supple, but his hand can grasp your finger. He is now desirous yet, and yet he can be erect. He can cry day and night without even getting hoarse. Such is the depths of his, his harmony. Now that's an interesting, interesting one. And pretty hyperbolic. But he, he points out the, 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 the strength and the endurance and the, the, the abundance of life energy in babies. And whether it's joy or sorrow, whether babies like laughing and giggling for four hours or crying with discomfort for four hours, all the same. Here it is, it's like life is met with the same gusto in all circumstances. And like I was admiring that, you know, admiring that freshness of energy and rawness of energy. Then he goes on. It's stupid to rush around 
When you fight against yourself, it shows in your face. But if you draw your sap from your heart, you will be truly strong. You will be great. Again, he points out something, but by now we've heard him say quite a, a large number of times. He says, you know, take it easy. <laughs> don't, don't rush around, just, just back off a bit. You know, take your time. Time to stop and stare. And you've heard this a thousand times in the context of this uh, Lao Tzu series. Equally, he recommends not uh, grinding yourself away, getting on your own case too much. As he says, it will show on your face. And uh, I suppose it's very sort of blunt advice. Don't do it. Don't, just don't do it. Then you'll be great. Well, how, how does this work? How does it work? So, Lao is offering us a couple of tweaks at this point. And... Uh, They are two minor restraints, really, I suppose. Yeah, one, stop rushing around. <laughs> Take your time. Allow yourself to experience the unfolding of things at a nice, stately and graceful pace. Stop rushing around. Secondly, don't give yourself too, too hard a time. Grinding away at yourself with, with guilt and, and so forth. And, uh, and draw, the third point is draw your sap from your heart. That's a sense of drawing your energy from, from the toe. It's just by tuning in with the dough through receptivity and allowing things to settle, being sort of quite settled, not over technical. And through that process, uh, become acquainted with the Tao itself. It's great universal, whatever it is, generative force. And draw your energy from that. Subjectively, that can feel like drawing your sap from your heart. And uh, all I've done there is rephrase it in the, the terminology of Lao Tzu's cos cosmology. Then you'll be great. And he's right. I think he's right. You know, this is... Whatever great means. I think it just means happy. Does it just mean happy, really? Yeah. Happy and kind of living well. Living well. Living well and harmoniously with yourself well, and everything around you. Yeah. Even in the time of the war in states. Yeah. That might mean you have to do things like organise distributed autonomous organisations or <laughs> yeah. join the Communist Party. You know, yeah. just whatever. You know, sharpen your pitchfork, take your pick. So by great, I think he uh, just means you know, living harmoniously with yourself and uh, everything around you and, and generally feeling pretty smashing, I would imagine. Yeah, something like that. I think that's a nice uh, picture of the, uh, the virtue of... <laughs> Being a baby.
being a tiny little baby, <laughs> screaming all day and night. <laughs> anyway, I hope everyone found that interesting and maybe a little bit useful too. Thank you for coming on our walk with us and we'll speak to you again soon. Yeah. Have a good apocalypse folks and make knowledge great again. <laughs>